0: Welcome to the podcast Meet Sandvik, Employee Stories. In this podcast, you get to meet one of the many talented employees we have at Sandvik. My name is Martin Blomgren. I'm the Press Relations Manager at Sandvik. And in this episode, we'll dig deeper into a super fascinating topic, the minds of the future. With me to do the digging in this episode, I have Janne Vilénius, uh, his Director of Research and Technology Development at SMRT. And that is our uh, mining Uh, business area Sandvik Mining and rock Technology. Uh, Welcome to the podcast Jani.
1: Hey thanks for having me and uh, good to be here.
0: Good to have you here Uh, and uh, we're not in the same room when we record this podcast. I am situated in uh, Stockholm. Where are you Jani?
1: At the moment I'm uh, in the area in my home office and uh, roughly 20 minutes from our factory where my work office is, and, uh, of course, our unique Sandvik test mine. Uh, over there, we are developing uh, mid- and long-term technology roadmaps, ensuring Sandvik's future competitiveness uh, with my team of experienced research and technology professionals. and uh, San Tampere Science Research and Technology Center with all the small properties. I think it's the, it's the mecca of uh, advanced technology, digitalization and uh, innovation. And uh, it's a great place to be based in. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess, uh, I've actually been there a couple of times and I, I agree, it's, it's a great place. It's a fantastic, fantastic asset to, to be able to show to uh, customers and visitors. Uh, and, and how about the normal days f- for you, Johnny? Do you spend most of them down in the test mine or wh- where are you situated?
1: As you said, you're right. Uh, it's quite, uh, the Sandvik test mine is quite unique. High-tech facility, all these, uh, these digital operations center and an automation area. And uh, I think no one else in the mining industry has similar test mine. And uh, uh, we test, uh, all our underground real rigs in this real mine environment. Oh. We provide trainings, we develop cutting-edge knowledge, support our customers with product testing, perform failure analysis, and uh, of course, study new technologies. And uh, we basically welcome thousands of customers and other stakeholders to our test mine every year. And of course, we are excited to work with all of our partners to improve our productivity and safety in the, in the mining industry. So naturally, of course, I'm spending quite a, uh, much of my time also in the test mine, hosting these customer and other stakeholder visits. And um, I also want to bring up here that uh, safety is number one for us, and, uh, and uh, we just achieved uh, 2,000 ldi free days in the test mine. Which is a really great achievement, considering the, uh, the the high activity level and the number of operations which we have ongoing all the time there. and um, of course, we have a very professional and dedicated team working in the test mine, and uh, I want to take this opportunity to thanks and uh, congratulate them for this two thousand LTI three days achievement here as well and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will keep and we will keep up the good and safe work in the future as well.
0: Right. So 2,000 LT three days, meaning if I do a fast calculation, it's about five six years without any. Yes, any since
1: 2014. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. So the visitors are in safe hands. Yes. <laughs> good to hear. Uh, Before we go even deeper in the mining business, I would like to to congratulate you because I heard that you got the award CTO of the Year in Finland. Uh, What what has that meant to you and and what reactions have you got from colleagues?
1: Of course, I'm delighted to receive this this award. Uh, I think it recognizes the importance of uh, ongoing global technology development and uh, need for continuous and consistent research and technology development somehow i feel privileged to be recognized for my contribution to the global technology development that we have done at Sandvik and uh, my colleagues and uh, other industry peers have been <laughs> i would say over the moon and uh, very excited about the uh, recognition and uh, I have received uh, numerous congratulations and messages of encouragement. Actually, it's more than I could ever imagine. And uh, the CTO Award has been a bigger thing than I thought. Overall, uh, it got a lot of positive publicity and attention in Finland globally as well, I think so.
0: Great, sounds good. Uh, If we turn back to the minds of the future, it's it's a big topic, I know, but uh, What would you say are the main trends now when it comes to the mining industry and when it comes to new technology? I mean, digitalization, automatization, electrification. I I know that we are in most of those parts, but please uh, describe how the trends are.
1: Yeah, Currently, um, we are working with many, of course, digitalization, automation, robotics and virtual reality solutions. And uh, I think we are also Excited about the opportunities that uh, 5G Network brings, and uh, digital technologies optimized uh, efficiency and resilience. Uh, we are working on uh, technologies that uh, include analytics, systems analysis, sensors, materials and processes and product standards. And um, I think all customer meetings and discussions which we have always includes these uh, electrification, digitalization and automation topics. But we still need to remember value of uh, rock technologies and drilling systems as well. This is very traditional technology area, but uh, we have many interesting activities ongoing there, uh, which adds value to our customers. So. Electrification, digitalization, automation, and rock technologies—these themes enables us to talk more about business and customer value drivers like uh, productivity, safety, reliability, and sustainability.
0: Uh Yeah. Okay. So you mean that that you shouldn't uh, stare only at uh, these new uh, more hyped trends. And forget the, the more traditional parts that there are still much to do, or do I get to write them?
1: Yes, exactly. We need to we need to be top of these these new trends, but uh, we can't forget the, the the core of the core either. Okay. So that's important.
0: Good. Uh, but but when it comes to to developing uh, uh, the the new uh, needs, and the new trends to be on top of the new trends, are we able to do that in house, or do you see an increasing need of collaborations and partnerships with external parts?
1: Yeah, I think we we need to have strong research and technology team, but we can't do everything in-house. Uh, it is must to have uh, strong partner networks and ecosystems that help you to develop these new technology solutions. But although it's very important to have these strong professionals in-house who can then steal these networks and ecosystems and uh, our own research and technology center center complements and cooperates uh, with universities and other high-tech partners strengthening the ecosystems that we have created this i think the ecosystem enhances the growth of leading digital technical and electrification solutions to benefit other companies as well and um, some big has an important role uh, in increasing the usage of uh, alternative carbon neutral energy sources and um, in developing more environmentally sound and energy efficient ways of production. So the company is committed to follow the goals of United Nations sustainable development and uh, take the necessary steps to create sustainable business. And, um, this is always taken into consideration in the R and D operations.
0: Uh-huh. But but when it comes to five G, for example, I, I heard you mention it before. Do you see that as a, an important enabler catalyst for, for the trends to be to be a reality going forward?
1: Yes, um, faster connectivity and. Low to no latency will unlock operational benefits in every industry, also for us in the mining and construction industries. That is clear already. Role of connectivity is important and future technology solutions needs fast and reliable connectivity in mine, basically to increase productivity, safety, reliability and sustainability. Uh, I think therefore, 5G is important, and uh, again, we have luxury our own test mine where we can with our partners to develop and test 5G and 5G-based solutions. Currently, uh, we are developing our solutions for private LTE and 5G technology in the test mine together with our partner Nokia. And uh, our hardware at the mine is already 5G-capable and uh, will be upgraded with 5G software pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So, um, a new 5G enables many benefits, and um, such as increased computing ability, access to real-time data faster, increased data and analysis, better response time for remote control equipment, and uh, it's also the... Fueled the scientific next generation automation program. So um, equally importantly, 5G will provide ultra low latency. I think it's less than one millisecond delay required for certain portable and mobile apps and uh, services such as industrial automation, robotics, haptic internet and virtual reality. So definitely, yes, it's one enabling technology. Yeah
0: and latency explain to me uh, that it's not an engineering that is the, like the speed
1: yeah uh, it means fast response so, so no delays. so it, it it needs to be fast and okay. that's, that's that's important
0: okay if, if we don't want the, uh, the drill rigs and, and trucks going into the into the mine walls <laughs> Yes, no latency, especially the
1: especially in 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 uh, Considering the safety, that uh, the data need to be in real time, and, and this means exactly the real time.
0: Okay. Good. And and if if you dare to look a, a bit longer ahead, let's say five or t- ten years ahead, what what would you say are the main challenge challenges that that we need to stay on top of to to uh, to stay in the in the driver's seat in uh, in the mining of the yeah. future?
1: I think there are many promising applications um, of artificial intelligence as well as machine learning technologies and tools. These um, autonomous vehicles, small data, voice and natural language processing, human and augmented intelligence, Uh, it's an IoT processing, just to mention a few. What it requires from us at Sandvik uh, we must be at the top of our research and development game, be nimble, consistent, and uh, ready to adapt in, uh, in a flash to changing business requirements and new customer needs. I think couple of those demands with overall market and industry demands, it's um, a bit challenging for sure. Mm. And um, sustainable innovation and technology development requires long-term investments, knowledge, Competencies, market insight, and uh, good understanding of customer processes.
0: Okay, so it sounds like hard work going forward as well. Yes. And as I understand it, the technology work that you and the development uh, you are at, are doing, it's, it's aimed to, to be used in, in several parts of uh, SMRT. So how does that work in practice, covering needs from, from several uh, divisions that are in SMRT?
1: Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, it's uh, it's pretty simple, basically, since we have, some, uh, and Sandvik has a clear strategy and focus, and uh, Sandvik has a long-standing history of supplying innot- innovative products to the mining and construction markets and, and uh, developing solutions together with customers. And in addition to continuously modernizing and improving Sandvik production operations, uh, we are focusing on the, on the areas, as mentioned earlier, these digitalization, automation, electrification, and rock technologies and drilling. So these are common and go across all some big mining and rock technology divisions. So in practice, we are organization of cross-competencies where I can say applications come together. And uh, we work very closely with our divisions, and our customers. And there are many technology areas, uh, these, we can say these industrial mega trends, which are very common uh, for many divisions within SMRT. And um, we are also linked between this cutting edge research and then divisions. And uh, we try to coordinate the best way these ecosystems and partner networks. And uh, it's also important to mention that our customers want to discuss about the future technologies and roadmaps. So we are all the time developing our way of working with divisions. And uh, it is really important that the divisions will get new technology solutions to their products mm-hmm. a very efficient way.
0: Okay, okay sounds good. Uh, I know that you have a, a contact with students and universities as well in your role at Sunvik. And we are, of course, competing with uh, uh, other companies, both industrials and and large tech companies for the talents. Uh, So so how do you see that? How can Sandvik attract talents, the talents that we need in in the digital area? What are our selling points to to those uh, persons?
1: Yeah, Uh, We believe that uh, if we are to compete on a global stage in high tech manufacturing and digitalization, I think it's uh, imperative that we build the best talent pipeline and, and attract young talents. So we need to do this to ensure we are prepared for the demands of tomorrow's economy and uh, have a high quality and diverse range of skills shaping our company. But uh, and we can't be too humble about our developments and technologies we need to show our technologies and showcase our facilities to students. So the technology industry may be one of the most challenging, but it can be inspiring and rewarding industries today. And uh, we can offer meaningful work. The work in this kind of high-tech global company can be incredibly comprehensive. So uh, many jobs today include digitalization, automation, software, communications, high-tech manufacturing, as well as AI, AR and VR-related tasks. So attracting the brightest and best into Sandvik is is vital to maintaining our competitiveness in the future. Uh, But it's also important that we help these young people make informed decisions when choosing their pathways through education. And of course, as we all know, the young people young people truly are the, the future of our business and we are delighted to be showing our technologies and showcasing the opportunities uh, that will ultimately help to open the minds of young men and young women to the possibility of a rewarding career in technology and engineering industry.
0: Uh-huh. Well, okay, so it sounds sounds to me like you think that we are sometimes a bit too humble and, uh, and not want to yeah. brag about uh, the thing that we actually can do that we maybe should tell Sorry. you more about what we what we can.
1: Yeah.
0: Good. So let's let's uh, do that. Let's let's hope that everybody uh, at the university listen to this podcast and get the feeling for all the, yeah, the right things so. that you could do uh, working for Sandvik. Uh, but when it comes to uh, yourself, Johnny, how did you end up working at Sandvik? How did the route to Sandvik look for you?
1: Well, I was. Uh... Uh, it was early 2000 when I was working in Canberra University of Technology and uh, our department worked a lot with Sandvik and even earlier with Tamrock at that time. And uh, already then Sandvik was a very interesting company in the Umber area and uh, many of my friends and colleagues started their career in Sandvik. I was doing my PhD studies at that time and uh, I didn't work for Sandvik project Uh, but uh, then I graduated in 2007 and I started to work in in Bosch Rex Road in sales and uh, my first customer was Sandvik. So at that time Sandvik facilities in Tampere, Turku and Lahti came very familiar to me and of course I got to know many people from Sandvik globally. And then it was in 2011 uh, I started at Sandvik, and my first task was to develop world-class research and technology organization, as well as develop and lead test man operations. And uh, I have really enjoyed my time at Sandvik, uh, a lot of a lot, and uh, and I think the work has been um, really really interesting.
0: Great. Can you recall uh, what your impression was before it started when it comes to Sandvik and and has it changed in any way?
1: Yeah, it was very good impressions, I must say. Um, uh, I knew Sandvik well when I started because of history I mentioned earlier. But um, of course, uh, you see things differently when you are a Sandvik employee and uh, I can say that... um, Sandvik is, a, is an excellent company, and uh, I'm very proud to be part of this company. I think my impression of Sandvik is even more positive, and uh, I have met a lot of great colleagues globally. I think is, uh, Sandvik is a great company and great people. Mm.
0: Good to hear. And uh, let's say that you, you leave the test mine sometimes. What, <laughs> what would you like? What do you like to do when you're not working? Any hobbies <laughs> or special interests?
1: Yeah, so work and family accounts for a lot of my time, but uh, on the weekends and summertime, uh, we, we, will, we like to go to our summer house with the family and uh, enjoy time there. I think it's it's a good way to refresh and reset before tackling the work week. But I also like uh, like to exercise Three four times per week, and uh, going to gym and uh, with my friends. It's a great way to socialize and uh, to stay healthy at the same time.
0: So mm-hmm. good. And a question that I used to to put everyone through: Where uh, do you have any hidden talent that you can disclose for us?
1: Oh, that's that's hard one because I have so many of those. But <laughs> no, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I think. I suppose I would most likely have a hidden talent for playing football. So yes, I can yeah. say I'm I'm pretty good with football. I played almost uh, ten years football in high level in 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 our local team Ilves when I was junior. And, Is that the uh,
0: Tampera the the team Yes,
1: team. And um, I would say five five to seven times per week we had practices and the games and. Um, I was quite talented at that time, and especially, I would say, my technical skills were good. But uh, my football career ended when I turned 15 years old, and I started to put more focus to the the education and the schools. So maybe today I wouldn't say that I have hidden football skills
0: anymore. Maybe those (laughs) lost skills already, but you never know. You never know if you can wake them up sometime. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, thanks, thanks a lot for being a part of this podcast, Jani, and sharing your thoughts on, on mining and mines of the future. And, and I could really recommend everybody that gets the chance to, to visit the test mine to, to do that.
1: Exactly. Hey, thank you for having me. And it was, it was a great pleasure.
0: Thank you, Jani. Bye. Thanks.